From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 328, for the week of August 7, 2014. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Mary Jamalata Willie and back once again Mr. Wayne Targo. Hello there. Hello. Howdy. And hey there you are. Okay so we are back again in this segment we are going to continue our look at Knott's Berry Farm. We're calling this Knott's Berry Farm 101 part two. Uh, we talked last week about about half the park and and getting there. And so we're going to continue that. One thing we failed to mention, and Mary Jo brought up as we were getting ready to record this one, is front of the line passes. Do you have details on that, Mary Jo? Um, they're called fast lane passes. Okay. And what you do is you uh, purchase them when you get your tickets, and you get a wristband. You actually now is it one one flat price or different like Universal is? I believe that it's uh, tiered also. Okay, based on season and based on season. Um, and how many times you Day want to go, et cetera. So okay. Okay. it starts at a, a certain price and then it goes up from there. Okay. And it's actually, it says you um, ride as many times as you want all day long. Wow. And okay. what they do, and, with, and I don't know if they do this at Universal Studios, but they limit the number of the passes. So if, once they oh, run right. out, okay. that's it. So on a busy day, you uh-huh. need to get them early. Okay. Cool. All right, so we talked about Camp Snoopy. We talked about the Fiesta Village. So we're continuing our counterclockwise rotation in the in Knott's Berry Farm, and we're talking about the boardwalk. So uh, much to do there. there. It's huge. Uh, goes all you know. It's lots of things to do. Any favorite food locations on the boardwalk? They have. There's the, there's the diner on one side and. Johnny Rockets all the way on the other side. and That's what I was going to say is they have a couple of commercial restaurants in there like Johnny Rockets yeah. and Panda Express. Is Panda in? Yeah. I thought, is it in? It's, I thought that was kind of in Ghost Town. Uh, it's it's right across the street from the log ride. So however they're classifying okay. that area <laughs> these days. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So a lot, a lot of counter service. Actually, Johnny Rockets is sit down, isn't it? Johnny Rockets is sit down, just like okay. any other, and I believe it's air conditioned as well. There you go. Traditional Johnny Rockets menu. Any any great shopping opportunities in Boardwalk? They do have way, some different things, huh? Yeah, way down, way down by the big theater. There's a okay. there's another large uh, shopping. Location and mm-hmm. I don't the Cordy's Variety Corner. Yeah, 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 and it's it, it's a full uh, full merchandise there as well with all right. kinds you, of wearables. It's, it's connected to the the Hello Kitty store, so that one. Be, yes, be, be, be afraid. <laughs> well, and <laughs> also during uh, the Not Scary Farm, they mm-hmm. have special items there during Not Scary Farm. Oh, okay, like, cool. So that's where you find right. Like the last time they featured Elvira, and they had all kinds of Elvira stuff that they were selling in okay. there. So I thought that was all cool. Right. And then, of Excellent. course, they sell candy. Of mm-hmm. course. Yep. And then they- there's also some like beach 
type merchandise, I think, around the area, too. Beach towels and t-shirts and right things like that, too. And mugs and glasses Actually, and pins. There was a sports, wasn't there a sports-related store, too? Is it still there? That was part, I don't know. part I, of I, that I, building it used to be anyway. It may be okay. where the uh, the Hello Kitty store is now. <laughs> so let's talk about our favorite attractions on the boardwalk. Um, one I just went on this last Coasting for Kids that I had never been on before and swore, I'd, swore I would never go on was the Accelerator. Lovely. Excellent, it, excellent ride. What a sensation. I, 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 it, it was much tamer than I expected. Yeah. Smoother. It's, it's nice. I wouldn't Shall- exactly call it tame. <laughs> Shall we describe <laughs> is- what it is for those that don't know what kind of coaster <laughs> this one is? It's scary. It's it is scary. It's the coaster that I ever backed down from. So this is one of those that it's it's not uh, it, it's a um, um, a shuttle launch system where they yeah. where they eighty two th- miles per hour in two point three seconds that kind of nonsense <laughs> and you go literally straight up pivot one hundred and eighty degrees over the top I forget how high in the air some nonsense two hundred like, feet th- I was going to say two hundred feet in the air. Mm-hmm. And point five feet. Let's not cut it. Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and point straight down and come straight down again. And that is uh, talk about airtime. You swear mm-hmm. you're going to going to get thrown right off the track, and then into several high banked high speed turns. It gets your heart pumping. It's yeah. It, for coaster enthusiasts, this is a real winner. This is this is a a full blown theme park ride. Really, I really great. Yeah, I um, I actually walked up to it um, a few years ago with my kids. <laughs> I looked up at it and I said, "Nope, I don't need to go on this ride." Did you Did you go on it the last last month? I went on it twice sure. last time okay. last month. So okay. I con- okay. I conquered Accelerator. Okay. And rode nice. in the front the second time. Nice. Yeah, my heart stopped it didn't start <laughs> until i came down it was so much fun i would do it again it was awesome yeah. awesome like wayne said total total thrill ride and the nice thing is all you have to do is sit down the ride does the rest for you <laughs> 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 what, what do you think about the other the other co- the other big coaster and uh, um boardwalk the boomerang boomerang's like good it's a traditional okay. um out and back looping roller coaster, you know, the go mm-hmm. loop, 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 and then stop and then do the whole thing backwards again. Um, there, in fact, that was the location of the original Knott's Berry Farm corkscrew okay. ride, which was one of the very first looping coasters that there ever was. I think second only to the first one, which was out at Magic Mountain. This was mm-hmm. the first corkscrew roller coaster. Anyway. Boomerang replaced that and has been there ever since. It's nice. You see the you okay. see this one in a lot of the traditional theme parks. But they have a drop ride there, which I have only been on once. Oh, Supreme Scream? I will never do that again. Really? <laughs> oh my word. Worse than Malaboomer? Oh god. See, and Supreme Scream see, I just think it's a fun ride. That doesn't Can you do, do that one? Can you Oh yeah. Ride? See, 
it's the dangle feet part. It's about the time they get about 50 feet in the air, and there's absolutely nothing but this thin little cloth strap between your legs. <laughs> I had a death grip on that bar like nothing you've ever seen. <laughs> well, and if we were talking about how high, how high accelerator is, it was 205. This is 252 feet in the air that it takes you up before they drop you down. That's about 250 feet too high. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne will see you from the sky cabin. Oh, now there's a fun ride. Wish the parachutes were still there. But yeah, sky sky cabin is nice, especially at night. Old old style turning observation cabin Uh that just scoots up the pole. It has the lighted, very traditional Knott's K at the very top. Yes. You can see it for miles. Definitely a park, park, historic park logo. Sky Cabin. Love it. And, of course, one ride that I swear I will never go on, I, 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 and I'm sticking to this one, which is Riptide. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, Carno- Carnival Ride. Have you been on this? No. Okay, so what is it? Rows of what twenty five across, yeah. facing yes. opposite directions, and definitely they just spin you and carnival ride. They, they spin yeah. you and then they turn you upside down, and you just hang there upside yeah. down. Over West actually liked it, but yeah, I, kids like it. Yeah, but there's no way. But then kids like to get dizzy too. So yeah, yeah, we lose um, that as we grow older. And then of course yeah. you, you have Coast Rider, the new the new coaster there. Um, that the, was the, fun. That is fun. It's it's a nice coaster, a mm-hmm. uh, little uh, family coaster. Uh, you have your scrambler. You have the new the new uh, Surfside gliders, which is really which are really cool. Very different. Couple other. Yeah, they are different kind of ride. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that would be so fun, but it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other carnival carnival style style rides, and of course the bumper cars. Uh, and then and then the big. Production in Boardwalk is the Charles M. Schultz Theater, where you can check out some ice skaters. One of the best in-park theaters you will find anywhere on the West Coast. What makes it that? Huge, huge theater. Okay. Unbelievable seating. Huge Mm -hmm. raked, you know, slanted audience section that wraps almost 180 degrees around what they call a thrust or a projected stage so that there really isn't a bad seat in the entire right. theater. Again, cool. This is very important for summer in Southern California. I keep bringing <laughs> yeah. this up. Um, and and they they produce some really really good shows they always have this is one of the signature places for Knott's Berry Farm and always has been sound system great production and cast always top notch very fun entertaining and how on earth do you get a six foot tall ice skating Snoopy out there. That's, that's <laughs> one of nature's wonders. It's amazing. So is this a don't miss? This is definitely a don't miss. Yeah. yeah, this is absolutely. And this is where last year and in many years previous, during Haunt, this is where, where Elvira was. Yes. And, I've and heard, she'll be back again this year. And I've heard a rumor. <laughs> Maybe it's more than just a rumor. What's that? That Elvira oh, will the- be back this year. Yes, they have announced that. Excellent. That's the only thing they've announced so far. Excellent. That, that of, the date, she's, so she, she's still camping so much fun. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So anything else that we need to talk about on the boardwalk? On the boardwalk. <laughs> Under the boardwalk. Oh, that too. At Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So For- let's, bef- before we hit um, the ghost town, let's talk a little bit about Indian trails. Sort of one of the forgotten areas of the park. This yeah. this started well, back. Help us remember. This started back in the uh, early nineties. The Knotts decided it wanted to add a little bit of history to its park, or some more history, and they they sort of carved out this little section. It doesn't have much. It, it's kind of, it's not that it's hidden. It's just if you blink, you might not miss it. There are some shops there. Um, one of the more notable shops that I believe is attached to this area is called the Bottle House. Yes. Yeah. Picture the picture bottles put in mortar sideways that make up the walls of this house. It, very unique. You've probably seen roadside stands, maybe on Route 66, that model this kind of thing. It's a souvenir store. They have crafty-type souvenirs in there. Um, but it's fun to look at. What a, what a marvelous kind of place. And they have a lot of crafty-type stores that are there. But I guess the big attraction in Indians' trails is they have a little outdoor um, stage there. I think it's just called the Indian Trails Stage where they put on traditional Indian, Native American Indian shows. Um, Lots of dancing, sometimes some music, sometimes some uh, storytelling, traditional costumes. If you really want to see some authentic Native American entertainment, this is the place to go. Um, I would put it on the list if you're in the area and can spend 10 or 15 minutes to really see this. You don't see this kind of show much anymore. Um, pretty popular when it was first introduced, and I, I still see uh, full theaters the, uh, sitting in the round um, around the uh, central stage. Very fun. Very fun. Excellent. All right, let's move on to the huge ghost town. <laughs> this is going to take forever. Ghost Town is is takes over basically the rest of the park. Um, Better start from the main gate. <laughs> yeah, well let's 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 talk about dining first. Uh, I'm looking at the list. There's 15 practically different places to eat. No, what, what are some of your one. favorites? There's only one. Okay, what's that? Fire, one? Fireman's well, Barbecue. There's a couple. <laughs> oh yeah. Fireman's Barbecue is the place to eat in Ghost Town. Okay. <laughs> I have to agree with Wayne. Ribs to die for. Um, mm. I think this is the place where they still sell barbecued roasted corn on the cob. Yep. Right. Sure um, I think you can get a it – is, it's either a quarter or a half of a barbecued chicken there. Um, this is this this will fill you up for the day. You're, you'll right. you'll be done. This and a and a large boysenberry punch and <laughs> yeah. find me a shade tree. I'm done for the day. Refillable mug of boysenberry punch. Always good. Always a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great place for families to sit too because they've got those big pic- picnic bin picnic tables. Yes, where you just can sit your group down and eat so it's nice but yeah they Shaded have those big thick breezy there. And covered yeah. yeah and it smells good it smells wonderful across the street yeah. from the birdcage theater <laughs> where they play the calliope for you yep 
Any other any other but dining places? Oh, I guess that's the only one. I'm sorry. What was I thinking? Uh, the no, Ghost Town Grill. I'm looking. Foot. Yeah. Bigfoot Broiler, Ghost Town Grill, Spurs Chop House. Has anybody ever eaten there? I have not. It's supposed to be very good, though. Uh, this okay. is this is their new um, or, or their fairly new family restaurant, right? Right. Im Park Family Restaurant. Um, right. Sit down. It's up by, by Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, waiter service, right? Okay. I'm, I'm sure it's like a like a all you can eat barbecue. Must have changed the menu since I was last okay. there. Well, we'll have to do some research on that. But yeah, that's that's another. That's a sit down option. Okay. And I think Ghost Town Grill is a sit down option too, as well. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. And in that same area is where the Nart- Knott's Berry Farm Bakery is. And we talked about <laughs> the one in Marketplace, but now this is the other place to go. You know, I always now, walk past those places because I go straight to the barbecue. And there's a lot, um, a lot of places to try out at Knott's Berry Farm. I didn't even realize. And as you were talking about earlier, I don't know if it was this segment or the previous segment about the the variety of merchandise. Ghost Town is where you see. Is there really anywhere in Ghost Town that you can even find the Knott's logo? <laughs> Only if you go into the. Um Oh, what's it called there? I want to say it's the Emporium, uh, but that's probably not the, the right barn. place. Is it? Yeah, but There's, I mean, the, yeah, just, yeah, might, yeah. Oh, where, where? I mean, just the the variety of merchandise in Ghost Town is is amazing. I think you're thinking of the General Store, Tom. Um, the General Wayne. Store, yes, yeah. General, General Store, yeah. where again you can find um, all the food products and and some of the um, wearable merchandise in that store. Another, but what but what I was getting at is that there's all kinds of stuff in Ghost Town that you wouldn't find anywhere else. I'll tell you my favorite shop there. Okay, it's the turquoise jewelry shop, <laughs> and I actually bought a that, ring there. Is that some, similar to something silver? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes, it, it is. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Renee and Brenda. But um, th- what they do is they they um, sell authentic Native American jewelry there made by Navajo. And my my great grandmother was half Zuni Indian, so I actually bought a ring that was Zuni because I told Kelly, I "Go, this is our heritage, Mija." But um, <laughs> they and and what they do is they buy these from the different tribes, so the money goes mm-hmm. back. You know, a portion of it goes back to the tribes, and they have right. um, all yes. kinds of jewelry, and they also have some other smaller items that you can buy. And I used to, when I go um, to Spain, I like to take stuff that's American, and how American mm-hmm. can you get the Native American? And I would drive to, I would make trips to El Paso just so I could stop and buy Native American stuff on the road and now I could buy it right there at Knott's Berry Farm. So that's that's my new favorite shop there. Nice. Yeah. I have two favorite um, sto- uh, shops in Ghost Town. Okay. One of them is right in the middle and again, you don't see this kind of of shop in many theme parks anymore, much less have it actually be anything more than a display and that's a traditional blacksmith who's actually making stuff right there. How cool is that? He is making things for you, customized for you, that he will make in front of you for you to take home that day. Stories 
like you've never heard before and this is this is this is a real craft this isn't just some person that they said yeah you're going to work in the blacksmith shop today no this is this is somebody who's been doing this for most of their life it's really fun to go and watch how they make these items and make them right there in front of you so that's one one of my favorites but the mm-hmm. other one is up ahead closer to the main entrance and that's the geode shop oh yeah do we need to explain what geodes are sometimes they're called sometimes they're called dinosaur eggs if you take your fingers and put them together this is about the size of a rock a roundish rock that's been in the ground i think a lot of them come from south and central america these days You've probably seen them in some of the uh, crafts, crafty stores. When you slice it in half, they will reveal an inside that sometimes has crystals or some other geology formation inside them. There's a whole story about how these were formed. Little gas bubbles get inside and etch the insides away, and they've been you know buried for bazillions of years and when you and and they actually have a saw there a stone saw diamond blade saw and they cut these things open and expose it to the air for the first time in millions literally millions of years and you get to see what these crystal patterns are this is this is for me a traditional souvenir in fact, I'm looking at mine on my living room table right this second. <laughs> now, now, ladies, um, go busy yourself for a second. got to talk to the guys. <laughs> okay, okay, now okay, that they're out of the un- room. <laughs> guys, this is what you do. You take your girl to the geode shop, and what they have is this big mine car full of rocks. And you have her pick out a stone. Don't look at the price. You can find them all kinds of prices. Don't even bother with that. Just pick out a good one. They'll slice it in half for you right there, and you both get to keep a half. Can you think of a better present to keep a couple together than for each of you to have half of the same geode that's been in the earth for 50 million years? It's great. It's really great. They are so fun. The prices range, I think, from like less than 10 bucks for a small one that's probably going to be smooth surface on the inside. The ones that I buy range from 30 to 50 bucks for one about the size, oh, anywhere from the size of your fist to double the size of your fist, and usually have a hollow core with crystal stuff inside. Nice. There's whites and pinks and purples, and, and it glows, and it's fun, and I'll take a picture of mine so you can put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> really, really fun. Geode Shop, right there in Ghost Town. Nice. Any other favorites in Ghost Town? Way oh, yeah, back. There's another one that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead Wayne. Oh, are you sure? I'm just going to jeopardize this whole segment. <laughs> um, okay. I'll talk about this and then you can jump in do, on it. Do. Okay. Another, another shop that just totally fascinated me the last time that I went over to Nasbury Farm was one called the Overland Gun Shop. Yeah. And I spent so much time in there because it's. A shop that literally has historical firearms. Well, on the side they say firearms, knives, swords. There's so many different. They have these all these displays um, from the 1700s, 1800s, 
that you can see, and it's there at Knott's Berry Farm. And they have somebody, I almost want to call him a docent, because I feel like it's a museum that you're looking, that you're a at. A of this whole area is almost like a museum. Right. Mm-hmm. And th- they're so friendly. That w- there was a gentleman in there when we were there, and, and as soon as he saw that we were interested in looking at something, he came and he just started explaining uh, what we were looking at. And I'm trying to remember everything. They didn't only have firearms. They also had... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of all the stuff they had. They had like, I want to say typewriters. They had other items of that time period that these guns are in the displays. And you can spend a good hour or more in there just looking at all of the items and reading the explanations and listening to the people as they explain them. So have you been in that shop wing? Absolutely. In fact, that is right around the corner from another one of my favorites. This is what makes Knott's so wonderful, yeah. is it's not just rides. You can you can go and spend all day long looking at all this kind of stuff and never yeah. get on a ride. Right across the street, kind of down the street a little bit from this, uh, from this store that Mary Jo's talking about, is called the Western Trails Museum. This is literally an oh. old museum right. that has all kinds of 1800s Western USA trinkets and memorabilia in it. This dates back to some of the early beginnings of Knott's Berry Farm. Really fun to look at, especially if you're a history buff like me. The number of things that are in there from from a, a an example of all the different kinds of barbed wire and uh, it's, oh i it's, remember seeing that that was pretty it's got cool. little miniature models and just all kinds of memorabilia stuffed into this museum that you can walk around in and it's the kind of place where you can spend five minutes or you can spend two hours that kind right. of thing they have another shop too called miss doolittle's with a lot of handcrafted items and on the porch the past two times that i've been to to knott's berry farm they had a lady dressed in homespun outfit and she was spinning and the way that they used to spin in in the olden days and she'll demonstrate just how they do that she has a bunch of yarn remember that yes and she was telling me the yarn comes from local animals that they have there at knott's berry farm and they get their wool and she sits there and she spins it for you while you're there. Wow. And I asked her, do they actually use, do they use the yarn? And she said, they do use the yarn that they spin. So I thought that was really, there's just all these little um, places to explore. And what about the school? I know this isn't a shop, but what about the schoolhouse? That one's great. There's some history to that one too. And I'm, I will get it wrong if I try and guess, but there's a plaque <laughs> outside that describes, I think it's, oh boy, I, if I, if I get this wrong, I'm sorry, but if memory serves, this is a recreation of the schoolhouse, of a schoolhouse like what Walter not went to when he was a kid. Ooh, well, it's, an, it's not a recreation. It's an actual schoolhouse that was transported there. So maybe they got one like the one that he went to. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea. There's a plaque outside that describes what the significance of this is. They used to have, um, like, little classes in there where you could go in and either do, it was either crafts or storytelling or something like that. 
Oh, that would be cool. When I was there, they had a a gentleman in there who was um, like a teacher. And what I like are all the rules that teachers had to live by back in those days. Like Mm -hmm. the women couldn't get married and they had to dress a certain way and... And uh, anyway, it's there's so many just like on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, it, well, that's what it looks like. They have the <laughs> slates on the tables. Nice. So, and nice. if you're in that area, don't forget to stop by the Ghost Town Jail and take <laughs> take a um, take a visit back and see Sad Eye Joe. And I'll just leave oh. it at that. Go visit the Ghost Town Jail. All right, before, before we talk about attractions, let's talk about a little bit about entertainment. There's a lot of entertainment also in Ghost Town from, you mentioned the Birdcage Theater, and that's where you'll see uh, Kirk and the, Crazy Crazy Kirk Kirk. And the Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Yes. What a fun theater that is. Also, the Mystery Lodge. How, how do you best describe the Mystery Lodge, Wayne? One of the best theme park attractions <laughs> that there has been ever. Now, these, day, these days, it's a little dated because, you know, we're all computers and we're all special effects and we're used to 3D and all of this stuff. But this came out about 20 years ago. It's a show. It is a traditional American, Native American Indian storyteller. And he tells a story for you on the stage with some special effects that you just won't believe. It's an emotional story. It has a wonderful flow to it. The theater is very intimate, very close. It is this, if I were to say you can only do one thing in Knott's Berry Farm, this is the place I would go to every time. It. Wow. It gets me every time I see it. I recommend it to every person who I've ever sent to Knott's Berry Farm. Mystery Lodge. You know, you just gotta you gotta remember that we become a little accustomed to high technology effects mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, you know, after some of the things we've seen at you know, uh, Harry Potter Land at Universal and all of that kind of stuff that's coming out of some of the newest of the Disney attractions. Just put that aside for a little bit and take this show as it is. It's a it's enjoy a, the story. It's it's a oh, trip yeah. trip back to Native Americans and their way of life and sort of what storytelling used to be, especially mm-hmm. for their culture. Mystery Lodge, great great place. Love it. Love it. Love it. And also, you this, also end up saying, mention- how the heck did they do that? How the <laughs> I do. did they do that? <laughs> also, the, the stunt show, um, the saloon has some shows in it too, doesn't it? Or Yes, yes. Seasonally? I believe, a little dance show in there. Yep, yep. So lots of, lots of things. There's, I mean, you don't, Ghost Town, you don't even have to go on an attraction. Right. There's so much to do. There's so between much Between the shopping do. and the food and the... But since there's attractions there, let's talk about some of them. A um, couple coasters, the Ghost Rider, which is a wooden coaster. How long has that thing been there, Wayne? Since, I'm going to say... Early gonna 90s, say er- right? Early 90s okay, again. So, okay, yeah. so, okay. Do you enjoy it? <laughs> Man, I used to. <laughs> I, yeah. Bless its poor little wooden heart. It's yes, just... Thank you. <laughs> These these wooden coasters, they just don't build them like they used mm-hmm. to anymore, Sonny. Um, 
It is a high-speed coaster, but just like every wooden roller coaster that's been built in the last couple of decades, it will rattle your fillings. Oh, my gosh, yes. But it's fun. All right, how about the other big boy, the Silver Bullet? Love it. Extreme. (laughs) I love it. That's one of my favorite roller coasters. Is it? Uh, Yep, I could ride that one over and over again. That's a a suspended coaster. uh, it's so smooth. Corkscrews and spirals and, yep. and a big boomerang loop in the middle. Yep, flings you all around, but man, it's fun. And the other little coaster is the Pony Express, which you ride in a, basically riding a horse and cute little coaster. Yeah, yeah. It goes quick though, and there's there's only one one car usually, and so. All right, let's talk about all the. Neat. Well, uh, one, one other one. Uh, the Bigfoot Rapids. Uh, I haven't been on that one. Is is nice little water rapids wet, wide. But, yeah. Oh yeah. If you want it on a hot day, it's perfect because you will get wet. Smaller yeah. than some of the other whitewater attractions that are in, uh-huh. like the Disney parks, but a very respectable, very nicely themed whitewater rapids ride. Excellent. So let's talk about some of the more themed rides. Where do we want to start? Should we start with the Calico Railroad? Yes. Boy, is there some uh, history to that one. Yeah. <laughs> a, this, this is no stripped-down uh, train ride. This is a mm-hmm. full-blown, actual, historic, steam-powered railroad, full-size, with full-size cars and powered by real steam. Bless its heart, been going around in circles for, goodness, four <laughs> decades, and I care to name. I, I wish I could see this thing on the open rail. Um, I want to say it's a Baldwin. Quick train fans, help, help me out there. It's a historic, I think it's a Baldwin um, locomotive. There's a story about how uh, Knott's got it, too, but um, it's just fun to ride on, and I understand there's most of the time surprises that happen along your trip <laughs> also let's talk about the the stagecoach there's an attraction you don't see much either right right a real stagecoach with non-animatronic horses <laughs> <laughs> with real live animals <laughs> uh, i right. like that they say in the description don't let the bullet holes in the door worry you that happened yeah, exactly. a long time ago but it's fun. It's, I mean, it gives you a, a taste of what it was like when these people would. That was right. the transportation where people would yeah. go travel from city to city. So, a couple of classic rides in Ghost Town. Let's start with the Timber Mountain Log Ride, which got refurbished last year and is awesome. Absolutely awesome. This ain't. Uh, basic flume ride, but. Not, not a basic but flume. But not ride. basic, yeah. Yeah, this is not flume in the air or uh, out and back and, and down a drop and splash. Created around a whole mountain that you go around and through and up and down with waterfalls outside, inside, animated attractions and scenes outside and inside, music to go along with it, I believe. Can't, sure. Can't yeah, remember that part anymore. Really unique Dude. water flume ride. Um, so this one opened in 1969. 
It's been around a while. I knew that. Yeah. Oh, and who was the who? What famous person was on the inaugural ride? Do you know? Without looking uh, it up. Oh, John Wayne. John Wayne. Was it really? I and I, and I only one. know that because his son was at the reopening. Really? Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't. And created that. by a um, pretty famous uh, ride manufacturer too. And who was that? Wasn't that pause? Wasn't that a Garner Holt? Am I remembering that correct? Um, I have designers, I Bud Hurlbut. Yeah. Bud Hurlbut, and then and then Garner Holt redid it. Okay. Yeah. And Garner Holt is is the one that they've been using to. They just redid the Calico Mine Ride. Also a classic. Yes, and then like it's, like we said, that one just reopened this last last summer. And again, they they did a great job recreating, restoring a, a classic ride. Both these attractions were something that Walter Knott himself wanted to put in the theme mm-hmm. park. When Timber Mountain was first created, there was like only one one flume ride in the whole country, and I right. think that was out at Six Flags Over Texas. Was the very first water flume ride there ever was, and I'm pretty sure this one was number two. Y'all are going to correct me on, aren't you? On, on, <laughs> I'm wrong about this. Go ahead, I can. <laughs> And then they built the Calico Mine Ride, which was another. I mean, you don't, you just don't see these kind of attractions in any theme park mm-hmm. at all anywhere. And for regular theme park attractions, again, we're not talking about Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion, you know, that, that level of audio animatronics. We're talking about animation that is literally decades old recently refurbished and heck of a job that they did on this but mm-hmm. still a traditional but still dark rides still yeah. still dark rides just really really fun very creative very unique i would say you know for standard theme park rides these are the two signature rides for the whole park mm-hmm. is the, yeah. the the timber mountain log ride and the calico mine train So that is uh, actually. I was while we were talking. I we've missed one more entertainment venue at in Ghost Town, which is the Calico Calico Square Stage, and that has seasonal attractions there also, or seasonal seasonal entertainment. Oh, that's big! <laughs> How could we have forgotten that? But it's, it's right there. Oh, dang, capture! Can't miss it. Any uh, anything we missed in Ghost Town? Pe- I mean, there's so much that we can't cover everything, but... The peak-ins. <laughs> the what? The peak-ins. Yes. Okay. The, these are the dioramas and the little scenes that Walter Knott oh, originally yeah. created. This was the start of the whole park. This is what okay. kept the people entertained and gave them something to do while they were waiting in line to get into the chicken dinner restaurant. And they are, they are still there. They're completely awful, but just wonderful <laughs> to look at. Hey, They're well, just they little that, dioramas. What about the little cemetery where you... There's actually you can actually feel the heartbeat of somebody who's interred there. That one's pretty scary. <laughs> back, back in the back where um, where the train tracks cross. So Wayne, heading heading to heading to Knotts, what's your first stop? <sighs> of all the things we've covered in, in the last couple of weeks. 
When I go in the park, I tend to go counterclockwise because okay. I like to hit historically. So I go through, go through Ghost Town first. I'll make okay. a stop at the geode shop just to see what they have new. And then I go straight up the middle of Ghost Town, take a look at the blacksmith, take a look at some of the shops, and then veer one, veer one way or the other and basically waste time until it's time for barbecue. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that is. Um, see, I I haven't been to Knots a lot, other than media events or or um, coasting for kids. So I need to get over there just on a regular. Let's go on a regular day to enjoy it. Let's go. Okay. Uh, this is another great park at nighttime. Camp uh-huh. Camp Snoopy is gorgeous at night. The log ride and the mine train, because your eyes get adjusted to the dark, are both wonderful at night. It's very pretty just to walk through this park. Uh-huh. And then lock your doors when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Buena Park. I'm kidding. I never have a problem when over there. No, I'm just... Oh, you know, one thing we didn't mention that I do want to say is if you are going to go there just to shop in the marketplace area, they do have free one-hour parking if you're yes. just going to go in and get something. So right, you can, in, right in front of the shops, right? Right in front of the shops. Okay. All right, so that is our look at Knott's Berry Farm, our Knott's Berry Farm 101, as we say. Uh, thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, Mr. Toygo. We appreciate you having you on again. My pleasure. It was great talking to both of you. We'll have to do this again sometime. My pleasure. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. That's going to do it for this segment of the Dis Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye.